0: Welcome to the All Financial Hour Podcast with Steve Awe. You know The government, they just announced its cost of living adjustments and that's for those receiving Social Security next year. Their monthly benefits will increase by 3.2% based on inflation. Sounds good, but while that pales in comparison to this year's 8.7% hike, there's always the concern that Social Security benefits in general might move you into a higher tax bracket and a heftier bill from Uncle Sam. You know, the previous two COLA raises five 5.9% and then of course, 8.7% social security already in trouble here. We've talked about the, uh, the possibility of wanting to be around in the next 10 years. Does this put more pressure on the program, Steve? And could it run out of money and have to cut back on benefits sooner? I think with the increases that we've had over the last couple of years, that they will not be able to kick the can down the road as far as they'd like to. Congress is going to have to step in and do something to, quote, save Social Security, because they did it back in the 80s when Ronald Reagan was president. We didn't think Social Security would be here. If you'd asked me back in the 80s if I would ever have qualified for Social Security, I said it won't be there when I get there. And now I do. I qualify for Social Security. But back then, they didn't think it was going to last. So Social Security was not taxed at that time. Mm -hmm. So they added some provisional income formulas that said if you had income that up to 50% of your Social Security would be taxed. And then when we flash back to the 90s, again, Social Security was in trouble. And when Bill Clinton was president, they again said, if you're very wealthy, up to 85% of your Social Security could be taxed. I did not say that you were going to be taxed at 50% for your Social Security or 85%. It's how much of your social security is going to be taxed. And that's where they'll run that provisional income formula to get that. And when you start to have the increases of, you know, 6% and 8.7%, it is going to cause some people to start paying taxes on their social security that didn't have to pay before. So that's what we like to call in the, like the double tax time bomb, that if I had income coming in and I wasn't paying any taxes on it, now I'm 73 and have to take a required minimum distribution, and that causes me to move myself into those provisional income brackets. So that would go to the point that if you were in the 85 and you weren't getting taxed before, a $1 increase in income would be you would be taxed on $1.85. 85. Wow. It's what we call the double tax time bomb when people start to get taxed on their social security. So it is something that we do need to look at, but I think the greatest risk that we have all the way around is tax rate risk. You know, I don't have an inside channel. I believe in the future, they're gotta fix social security. I think they will means test it kind of like they do Medicare. Those with net worths or incomes over a certain amount won't get their social security. And please don't call me and say me that's unfair. I'll agree with you. That's not fair. But when we look at it, and they say that we might have to take a twenty-five to thirty percent decrease mm-hmm. in our Social Security payment. Now, if you're Warren Buffett, do you think Warren Buffett could probably live without his Social Security? I think he's going to be okay. Yeah. You think? What about Bezos? I think he'll be all right too. Elon Musk. Yeah, he'll be all right. Yeah, and, and I'm sitting here saying now that when the average Social Security check is between twelve and fifteen hundred dollars, if we take twenty five to thirty percent off of that, most people can't even imagine trying to live on eleven to twelve hundred dollars a
1: month. I, I don't think it's possible.
0: That's what I'm sitting here saying. So I think those that have a little bit more would be would rather say let's not completely cut everybody. Let's look at it. Again, I will admit it's not fair, but Congress is going to have to do something. They cannot continue to kick it down the road. All your Social Security would probably be taxed in the future, if you, if you get it. I think they're, they're going to do that over certain amounts. It's going to be 100% taxed. There won't be any of this 50 and 85%. Mm-hmm. So legislative change is, I think, the biggest risk that we have. I think we've got it in Social Security. I think we have it in our IRAs. You know, when we were told back in the 70s, invest in your IRAs and 401ks. Why? You're going to be in a lower tax bracket in retirement. And when you pass away and your wife passes away, you can pass it down to your kids and they can stretch it over their lifetime. Well, in 2020, that all changed. The SECURE Act, which I like to call the Insecure Act, said you can't stretch an IRA anymore. If it goes to a non-spouse, there are a few exceptions. That they have to take it out of that taxable event in 10 years mm-hmm. so I'm looking at it think about it the tax time bomb that you would be passing on to your children if your IRAs and 401ks all had to be taken out over a 10-year period they don't have to spend it it's not a required minimum spend it's a required minimum distribution is what they have to take out it they have to fully distribute it in 10 10 years so I believe that can cause a lot of problems. And I always say, I think if you have too much money in your IRAs and 401ks, it's going to subject you to tax rate risk in the future. That's just going to happen. And people will call and ask, Steve, what do you mean by too much money? I think if you have an extra large IRA and 401k, between two hundred dollars and $750,000, There's a good chance that you will spend down quite a few of those assets during your retirement years. Maybe if you have very high social security, very high pensions, and a low expense ratio, that might not be true. But most of those people will probably spend it down. If you have a double X between 750 and 1.5 million in your IRAs and 401ks, chances are you are not going to spend down those assets. Mm -hmm. You are going to pass them on to your children and you are going to look at it they're going to pay taxes most of us parents pass away during our children's higher earnings years so if they're already in their higher earnings years and all of a sudden they have to take extra money out because mom and dad passed away and they got this do you think they're going to probably pay taxes at a rate higher than what we got to deduct it out i do yes and what if you have a you know triple x between 1.5 million and above you are probably going to pass a tax kind bomb onto your children. It's just, it's just probably going to happen. It's about the easiest way to put it. And I get people that will sit across the table from me and they'll say, Steve, I wasn't planning on leaving money to my kids anyway. And I look at them, I say, would you rather leave it to your children or to the Internal Revenue Service? Thank God I've never had anybody say, I would rather give it to the IRS, (laughs) you know, and and then we look at these things for tax planning. Most of the tax planning that we're gonna look at is really not as much for Mm -hmm. the individual that's coming in to sit down and talk with us. It's for their children. You know, how can we pass on these assets that all of a sudden we're gone and our kids tax bills just go absolutely through the roof? Absolutely through the roof. So give me a call now. Ask for that tax analysis. Let us sit down and look to find out would Roth conversions make sense for you in your situation because everybody's situation is different. We have a person about three and a half million dollars in IRA accounts and I've not done one Roth conversion. Why? They have no direct heirs and I'm a pretty good person when it comes to sales, but I don't think I could convince somebody to pay taxes so their nieces and nephews would get the money with less taxes in the future. Oh, yikes, yeah. Yeah, so (laughs) so it's not not everything, it's all the time. My statement, we have to do an analysis for you to find out where you're at. So if you got more than $500,000 in investable assets, give me a call now, ask for that
1: tax analysis.
0: Thanks for listening to the All Financial Hour podcast.
1: Insurance products are offered through the insurance business All Insurance Group, LLC, AIG. All Financial Group, LLC is an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through Impact Partnership Wealth, LLC, IPW, a registered investment advisor. IPW does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by All Insurance Group, LLC, AIG are not subject to investment advisor requirements. IPW and All Insurance Group, LLC, AIG are not affiliated companies. Investing involves risk including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime Income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as the sole basis for financial decisions. Nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. All Financial Group LLC is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any government. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by all financial group LLC.